Nobody prays for disaster, but the reality of life is that it does happen, and it happens without warning. On this episode, our crew engages with a disaster management expert to examine the issues, challenges, and commercial opportunities in disaster management, as well as how it affects your business. Welcome, Mr. Amsat Kola Olegbenla, a disaster management expert. Today on the show, I'll be speaking with a disaster management expert, Mr. Amsat Kolaole. Welcome. It's a well-known fact that many businesses have suffered untold hardship as a result of preventable disasters. Can you please tell us disasters that are most frequently occurring in businesses today? Today, businesses, uh, business owners have experienced uh, terrible losses from uh, preventable uh, disasters. Uh, first and foremost, let me tell you what a disaster is. A disaster is uh, the disruption of the normal functioning of a society, leading to a loss of lives, properties, environment, uh, ecosystem, uh, and the rest, overwhelming the coping capacity of uh, the people living in the community. And as we know, Businesses are part of a community. So whenever a disaster occurs in any community, businesses are bound to suffer. And uh, once this happened, many of them that don't have uh, good insurance uh, policies do either go out of the business or find it difficult to come back. So whenever it disaster... Or even leads to disabilities. We have experienced uh, things like that, especially uh, when uh, we have a market fire that uh, occurred where we have all these uh, micro enterprises, uh, uh, entrepreneurs, so to say, yeah. whose uh, capitals. In, in, your, in your experience, um, in contemporary times, especially in urban centers, what are the types of disasters? Just highlight for us yeah. the type of disasters that businesses are most frequently exposed to. Is, uh, Strictly, uh, fire disaster fire. is uh, the uh, common one. Okay. Uh, major markets in urban centers, especially in this part of the world where we don't take uh, preventive uh, measures serious, mm-hmm. have suffered uh, seriously from a uh, fire disaster. Uh, we have many markets in Lagos, Ibadan, Abuja that have suffered seriously from these uh, preventable uh, disasters. And when they occur, the entrepreneurs, I mean the business owners, yeah. they always uh, record losses. Besides fire, what other kinds of accidents? Of course, uh, flooding, even flooding. when that is not too common. I could recall an experience. Uh, August 26, uh, 2011, it was a dark Friday in Nevada, and uh, businesses like uh, Zatek would always tell you it was a terrible day for them, because the following day, uh, after our assessments, uh, engagement with the management, they told us they have lost multiple of millions. Besides those two, what are the other ones that businesses need to take cognizance of in today's society? Rainstorm also 
uh, rainstorm, we have said uh, uh, flooding, fire, even those that uh, affect their staff in the use of machines and uh, equipment. When you have expended so much on the staff, build the staff uh, capacity, and in, in a short while, one of your machines cause uh, injury and make such a person a disabled. Yeah. One, the person will not be functional in that office. You have to hire and train again. And where do you recall such loss? So, issues of uh, work saver safety, which many of our entrepreneurs have not really put in shape, have uh, made them to lose uh, money that could have been uh, prevented. Now, you talked about present preventive measures. Yeah. Specifically, when we're talking about fire, what are the preventive measures that we need to put in place besides fire extinguisher, inst installing fire extinguishers? What are the other forms of preventive measures that one needs to take? Uh, the, 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 the first thing every entrepreneur or business needs to do is to uh, create awareness that that is a serious capacity every staff do they need an expert to help them do that of course yes of course yes many of the businesses always think when you uh, hire a fire safety man you are you are doing it you are not the the scope of what such a man especially if is not going to training and retraining regularly of course things that uh, people were using uh, in the past to mitigate the impact of fire. There are new things, there are modern things that businesses need to uh, uh, start doing yeah. if they want to prevent a fire. So if businesses no, 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 are not no, no, in If I am a business owner, and I want us to be specific here now, yeah. if I invite you to my premises to help me with preventive measures, what are the kind of things you will be telling me and my employees? The first thing is we build the capacity of your staff. It's not only technical staff, all the staffers, including the management. The next thing is uh, we uh, teach them how to use certain equipment, like the extinguisher that you have uh, mentioned, like the water hose and the rest. The next thing is we tell you how uh, you can evacuate your staff when there are fire uh, disasters. Like fire exits. Fire exits, most uh, businesses don't take this uh, uh, seriously. And the assembly point. So when we do all this, of course, we, that will go a long way to reduce the risk of fire in the organization. And you probably will recommend installation of alarms, there are fire smoke alarms, detectors, smoke like and, that. and stuff like that. Smoke but alarms and the rest. I, I still want you to touch further on this building capacity thing. Yeah. You will help the employer to build capacity in his employees. Specifically, yeah. what, are you, what are you referring to? Yes, it is just let the awareness be there that wherever you use power, you are susceptible to fire disaster. So once that is registered in mind, 
then we teach them how to cope yeah. with the use of power because f uh, power is uh, friendly we use it to do many things productive uh, activities in the industry but when mismanaged it becomes our enemy so that we registered our force. specifically mismanaged in what sense uh, of course there are many ways uh, power can be um, mismanaged yeah. uh, if you are running shift the supervisor that is handing over to the next uh, supervisor must detail and document all that uh, they have recorded that has happened during their own shift to the next uh, supervisor that is taking uh, over. So if that is not done, probably there has been a melting point which the uh, supervisor that is taking up is not aware of that may be a problem. So this we need to uh, tell them seriously, make them uh, to put it in their schedule. But once they do that, of course, they reduce the risk. Once that is not done, the industry, the business is uh, more vulnerable to fire disaster. Now, are you also looking at terminals and sockets? Yeah, those, are, those things are basic. Because in the capacity building uh, I mentioned earlier on, yeah. those are places we take them to. The voltage each of that is the capacity of each we must know. Of course, not uh, every supervisor may know this because uh, most uh, businesses don't uh, engage in what we call uh, orientation. And even those that do that, they don't usually include such. So if uh, some of us are hired as a consultant, then we take them through all these step by step, stage by stage. Now in your experience, over the last five, seven years, how would you describe the awareness level and um, the uh, inclination of disposition of Nigerians towards um, preventive measure strategies in the workplace? Yeah, that is still very low. Very, uh, very low. Has improvement? Uh, not really. Uh, no, not really, because if uh, there has been an improvement. The, there was a time, I think two, three years ago, uh, a state recorded a, quite a large number of uh, market fire disasters. So in the last five years, the improvement is not that uh, significant. So the awareness is still uh, low. But you've been to some other societies outside Nigeria. Yeah. What is it that they're doing in those societies that's inculcating the disposition that we see citizens in those countries display yeah. towards preventive measures? What is it that they are doing that we are not doing in our own environment? Here? Yeah, there, there are many. In some countries, you see uh, what we now call disaster risk reduction measures introduced to school curricula at all levels. So if you have undergone that, whenever you find yourself, it is registered that when you see uh, power, you know how to cope with it. When there is evident for, you know it might likely uh, uh, lead to flooding. When the storm is uh, tough, you know what to do. So there's so, a lot the schools can do right now. There, there, there are a lot. So we can start from that. 
Aside that, our public uh, education is still very, very uh, low. Engage a university uh, student in the issues of disasters. You will be amused what he will be telling you. Many of them are not aware. We still believe it's an act of God. It's high time we move away from uh, such notion and still disasters as the reality of the modern day, the reality of life, and we start working towards reducing the risk. Now, I reckon that you belong to some organization or association of uh, practitioners who are into disaster management and prevention and uh, what have you. Has there been any form of engagement between your association and different entrepreneurial bodies, I mean, the Manufacturer Association of Nigeria, um, the Chambers of Commerce, and some other uh, commercial associations? Yes, uh, we have tried uh, severally to engage them, but the response has not been encouraging because, like we said when we started this program, that uh, as an entrepreneur, yeah. Profit is their problem. They always want to make profit. Not many of them will think of, uh, let us prevent hazards that are preventable, mm. not to lead to disasters. To disasters disaster that may take away all their investments. They, 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 they won't uh, do that. It is until when it happened, when they suffered the losses, that is when they now start looking for what can we do uh, to prevent this? What can we do to prevent that? When you, like uh, one of our uh, network I belong to, we have a project we call Reach Out to the Vulnerables. Okay. We are moving to uh, public institutions, just one two day capacity building on disaster risk uh, reduction. Yeah. So when uh, we are done with many of the institutions that we think are relevant, we, we are thinking of engaging uh, businesses. But once they know they will cover out money, mm -hmm. then the story uh, would change. So it's high time they start thinking preventive. It's high time they start thinking DRA uh, because disaster risk reduction is the new paradigm to disaster management globally. And what that entails is put up measures that will help you to reduce the risk. Conduct assessments that will tell you what conditions you are vulnerable to. Then build capacity, serious capacity building because it is when you have uh, capacity that your organization can be resilient to some hazards that may trigger a serious uh, disaster. But if we don't engage in this uh, skills and capacity acquisition that we help you to reduce risk, then mm -hmm. the business is in trouble. This business will continually be endangered. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at, if you invited an organization to conduct um, an exposure assessment, uh, risk exposure assessment. What are the kind of things you'll be looking at um, in terms of checklist? What are the things that you will venture to yeah. find out? When we are conducting a, a risk assessment, we have different tools in doing that. The seasonal calendar, the transit work, 
uh, historical uh, data and things like that. So it depends on the tool uh, you want to uh, use. So if uh, an organization invites uh, us to come and conduct a risk assessment, I will prefer to use a transect uh, work. How does that work? Yeah, that's uh, you uh, engage a key informant in that organization that will take you around. As an expert, I know uh, hazards that I am looking uh, for. I know the set of conditions that I will be looking out for in the organization that may uh, make the organization vulnerable to those hazards. And after that, I will uh, engage uh, the staff to know the level of their capacity to cope with those hazards in the organization and the conditions that may make uh, the hazards trigger uh, disasters. So it's a sequential uh, process. And uh, of course, if uh, you have a business, and you are using power. The first thing is, let us go to uh, your source of power. Is it Nepal? Is it uh, generating sets? The kind of generating set you are using, how you bring power into the organization, the supply routes, how those are the things we will check. And uh, the standards, those ones um, matter too. So those are the things we put in record. And after the assessments, we come up with our recommendations and uh, we move on. Mm, and you get paid. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> we must be paid. Exactly. Now, we, let's move to look at um, capacity building. Because we've talked lengthily about it, but you've not really touched on the specifics of building capacity. Besides holding training sessions, what other forms of capacity are we looking at here in terms of drills? Drills. Mm. How many businesses are conducting uh, fire drills? Uh, very few. Okay. You can. Uh, let me give an example. Please. I went to uh, Japan recently yep. to attend the World Conference on Disaster Risk Reduction. Okay. So the hotel I was, uh, I think. Uh, fortnightly, every second Wednesday, yeah. there is this uh, fire drill. As guests, I didn't know such a call. And look at poor me, a Nigerian. The information, An expert for that matter. Imagine, the information is there on my table, but I did not go through uh, all the uh, papers. So I was just relaxing on my bed. I had the fire alarm pom pom like that and i quickly i realized alarmed. what it was and i started my laptop things that could uh take me back many years my laptop my ipad through of course i have not studied at the uh, meeting point so i was just running here and there like that only to realize it was just a drill so it was just a simulation. I've also had that experience. So how many, how many of our businesses are doing that? And that is just a measure to reduce uh, fire risk. Because if it was a, a fire 
seriously people that we could have been evacuated and nothing will happen to any of us our properties that we can take along would uh, be saved and those we cannot take along will be there but that and knowing is where to meet the meeting point very important and also knowing the various fire exits exit points so those things we don't have the cultural here and that is why we are telling our uh, businesses to engage in the culture of a disaster risk reduction because their investment is at a great risk if these measures are not inculcated in their policies. Many of our businesses look at their policies. Yeah. You don't really see serious issues of security there. Yeah. And that is why you see many of the businesses uh, being looted, robbed by uh, robbers within and without. Uh, you don't really see information about fire evacuation, fire drills, exit points, and so on and so forth. So when these things are not there, then the business is or the businesses are at greater risk. So besides drilling, besides the drill, besides um, knowing exit points, meeting points and what have you, what other kinds of capacity do you build in, your, in the employees of an organization when you go to, to give them uh, that, those tips? Uh, well, that is uh, when you talk of fire, those are the basic things uh, What about do. workplace uh, injury. Yeah, that's that that that's another thing, and that is uh, part of what we call uh, everyday disasters, okay. not the common natural disasters we know, uh, flooding, rainstorm, down. Things, things that can make an employee disabled for it, life. Yes. Some of these things. They, 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 they are there. They occur. In the, uh, in the business, especially those that work in industries and factories. Yeah. Uh, an entrepreneur who has invested in an employee should know that workplace at all times must be kept uh, safe. There should be uh, workplace policies that guide actions of every employee. There should be notices posted all around mm. to tell you if uh, a location is slippery, the information should be there to inform you. There should be information about new equipment. During the uh, period of working, such a man is a ton handicap. You know, of course, yes, you have compensation to pay. And aside that, hiring a new employee it's a serious uh, thing. For instance, those that uh, work in construction uh, uh, jobs, the use of uh, safety helmets, uh, safety boots, goggles, and equipment gloves. like that, and gloves, to mention a few, are very, very impo important. And that is why there should be workplace policy that we compel every employee to make use of those uh, equipment. And those uh, that decides not should be punished because uh, they can affect the uh, functional uh, system of the organization yeah. if anything happens uh, to them. Now, let's look at regulation here. Uh, all of these things that you have painted, they seem to me like a no-brainer. I mean, anyone who has invested so much money 
should naturally be interested in protecting that investment. But you are, have told us here now today that entrepreneurs and business owners are not doing all these things. Now, isn't there, aren't there enabling laws which compels employers of labor, for instance, or business owners to put some of these measures that you've talked about in place? There, there are. There are. The International Labor Organization has a lot of those regulations at international level. Even yeah. Have they been domesticated now? Those uh, yeah, even laws? at uh, the local level, at uh, the national level, we have many of those uh, laws. Yeah. We have a lot of environmental laws that protect the uh, uh, environment where uh, em every employee uh, works. Yes. We have those that are specifically for specific industries. But it is because of the nature of our entrepreneurs in this part of the world. We don't take such regulations uh, seriously. And because of our society too, uh, employees don't uh, always uh, query, question, ask for those uh, things that they are, uh, they are right. Because why? you know what it takes to get a good job so once you get that even when the employer is using every means to handicap you to keep you unsafe where you work many of them still keep mute yeah um i need to find out from you if a disaster occurs uh, wherein an employee becomes disabled either temporarily or permanently. In some other climes, we know that such an employee has an opportunity of redress from the courts, uh, wherein compensations can be paid, yeah. you know, if you prosecute. Do we have such situation presently in this country? Of course, the regulations are there. Are the enabling laws, national laws, are they there? Yeah, that yeah. That an employee can yeah. utilize. Just I cannot uh, remember specifically now sections. the sections, but I know uh, they are there, and you could see that where issues like that have happened, the trade unions have assisted many of the employees to take up such uh, cases. The enabling laws are there they are domesticated they are only not functional because probably uh, after a compensation of some amount the employee who has been uh, incapacitated will just you know uh, nigerians the way we behave after uh, pleading compelling and uh, a token as compensation just take to work uh, that's my faith. But the courts are there to address and redress all this. But how many of the affected employees have taken up issues like that to court? Now before you go, let us touch on the entrepreneurial opportunities in disaster management. Because I mean, this is a program for entrepreneurs and business owners. I'm sure as they're listening to you, the first thing that's coming to their heads Ah, what are the things that can fetch me more money uh, as a business? Please highlight, tell us if you can. Uh, most of what uh, we have been using 
in response activities in Nigeria are imported. So what are our entrepreneurs are doing? They should go there, bring them to this country and start selling. For instance, there is what we call search tab. Search tab is a mechanism that you can use when there is a collapsed building to uh, check if people are trapped in the building. The search tab can sensor blood, can sensor breathe. Once you insert it, if there is still blood, you see it on the screen. If the person there is still breathing, you feel it, then you know you have to engage more in your uh, activity to bring such a person out. Okay. There are many... Please tell uh, us some of the other ones. Okay. Uh, of course. Just to well, trick our imagination. Yeah, when you talk bit. of fire, there are there, there lots you can bring. Of course, everybody... Affordable uh, technology. Everybody is uh, used to what we call uh, extinguishers. Yes. But how many of us have such in our homes? Smoke detectors. Smoke detectors, fire alarms. How many of us have such in our homes? Uh, those basic ones we can even uh, afford in our kitchen. How many of us have uh, those uh, ones at home? Common uh, first aid boxes, the equipment, uh, your emergency kit. The emergency kit should comprise of your basic uh, food, your torch, your small radio, uh, what you can use to navigate when it's flooding, the sack that you can use uh, to cover your nose when uh, you want to evacuate from a fire disaster probably it's uh, highly smoky elements there are many safety uh, equipment which are not readily available which entrepreneurs can bring in to this country and I can still tell you that because those things are not readily available that is why many uh, people are not even uh, aware of uh, the needs. Because now, when now, they are now you, you can talk about all these items because you're an expert in the field. Yeah. Um, if, let's just assume there's someone watching us at home at the moment and their interest is already picked and they want to um, venture, as it were, Recently, I went uh, for a conference outside this country and I was exposed to many gadgets that are useful uh, here at home. A typical example is a power vehicle. This is a vehicle that you can charge. And after uh, you have charged the uh, vehicle, the vehicle will supply power for as long as 10 to 24 hours. And this can be used in disaster situations. Uh, such a vehicle will supply uh, power to communities, to uh, households when there are disasters. And those people that, uh, uh, that are affected by disasters could start earning, uh, uh, they will start cooking, heating, and uh, they enjoy power from such a vehicle. Nowhere in West Africa I have had such happen, but we can bring that uh, to Nigeria. And it is not that expensive, it's uh, affordable. So communities can purchase it? The local governments can purchase. 
Uh, does, it, does, it, does it have the capacity of a transformer? Uh, once it can serve for that long period, uh, at least for a day. So you can power uh, affected community for, let's say, four hours per day. Where, where, and that where, is a where, range where of can, Where can a startup obtain all this information? I mean, you went for a conference. If I want to access this information in terms of what are the technologies, what are the gadgets that are available that I can import and come and sell in our climb here, where can I obtain those kind of information of course, without going uh, for exhibitions? No, we are in... Uh, uh, the word is at every uh, body's fingertip now. The internet is there. A typical uh, site that can serve that purpose is a prevention web. Prevention web? web. Yeah, www.preventionweb.net. Okay. When you get to the web, uh, issues of uh, disaster management, safety equipment, you get uh, many of them are uh, there. So sites like that provide information. Is that the for, only one? No, there, there, there are many of them. Any site is there, even the UNI, ISD have. That is United Nations International Strategy for Disaster Reduction, okay. .org. Okay. There, 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 there are many sites like that. IRIN is there. They provide information for uh, response equipment that entrepreneurs that are interested in this part of the world can search for and uh, start bringing in. And they are useful here. The only thing we need to do is to increase the tempo of our awareness. We need to do that. Public education, we, it's still very low in Nigeria yeah. because in Nigeria we still not we are still not we have still not seen uh, disasters as a reality of our time. Okay. We still believe it's an act of God. Many of the disasters that have wrecked effort to businesses to industries are preventable yeah. only if we take preventable measures. Now, there, there is this thing that you have talked about, the poor disposition of Nigerians, Africans in general, towards preventive measures where disaster management is concerned. Uh, perhaps there is a sense in which one could say that entrepreneurs themselves could go out there and become evangelists to entrepreneurs, to other entrepreneurs and businessmen in terms of preventive measures by taking this technology to their doorsteps. We didn't know that we needed iPad until Steve Jobs produced one and marketed it to us. You know, isn't there a sense in which one could say that entrepreneurs can proactively, um, we all have established that businesses are constantly under threat of disasters. Is there a sense in which one could say that entrepreneurs should go out there and find out what equipments are available, what technologies are available, what facilities are available that they could import into the country and market to entrepreneurs? Uh, perfect. There is a good sense in that for any of our entrepreneurs that piques interest uh, in that. Because here we have identified that uh, our entrepreneurs have a uh, shown uh, the lackadaisical attitudes towards as such. So if as an entrepreneur I am uh, interested in such venture, I can start searching for information and when I get it uh, good, then I get 
on by bringing those uh, things we have uh, itemized here and others we have not to the doorsteps of others. Mm. But it will be good before we do that. We uh, engage in a serious uh, market uh, feasibility. Is there a sense in which one could say that experts like you could put together a conference, I mean like the TEDx and what have you of this world, right here in this country and bring the manufacturers um, together, create a platform where manufacturers and potential entrepreneurs can come together uh, to partner. That, 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 that's a good one. That, that's a good one. Because even we, are, we have seen uh, uh, all this outside this uh, country, there are either conferences, fora, or exhibitions. So we can package such in Nigeria, bring the manufacturers and bring uh, the users that, uh, can that, is, that can market them. So it's a, it's a, there is a good sense in that. If, and if, if you would do that, or if you would advise or counsel someone who wants to do that, what would you be telling them? If I you come you to me as a disaster management expert, yeah. and I tell you that I have a desire to put together a forum whereby I can bring foreign manufacturers of these technologies and equipments and invite potential markets, uh, potential entrepreneurs and businessmen who will market the equipment. What kind of advice would you be giving me in terms of how I will go? I should go about it. Yeah, the first uh, advice is one: make sure you have your capital ready, because many of uh, these equipments are capital intensive. It's not that they are that expensive, yeah. but they are capital intensive. The uh, second uh, step is we should sit down and look at uh, the nature of the uh, risk hazards in the country and the likely equipment the uh, business owners would uh, be interested in. The next uh, step is we go searching because of we know what uh, we need. Yeah. Then we go searching and when we have compiled uh, our searches and we think we are good to go, then we make contacts. Then when we and like some of us that have uh, traveled far and wide on this uh, business, we know places to touch. We know countries where the their equipments are of standards. We know uh, companies because they do come to conferences and exhibitions. We have many of their cards and contacts already. So that will not pose a serious threat to our venture. So once we get the contacts, then we start uh, enlisting uh, entrepreneurs here at home that we think would be interested. Then uh, we bring them together. We have uh, achieved a serious feat if we can do that because that will go a long way to help entrepreneurs in Nigeria yeah. that will go a long way to help businesses in Nigeria that will go a long to help Nigerians because uh, when an industry is affected many people will be laid off you know the multiplier effects on households and things are like that and permit me to also add that will go a long way to help 
Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you.